guys, this is Brienne. And this is Catherine. And we're best friends. Who happen to be Shit's Creek lovers. So, we decided to start a podcast where we can talk about the show, what we love about it, spread some positivity and laughter, and even bring in some like-minded friends along the way. Join us every week for Ew, David, a Shit's Creek Giggle Fest, an episode-by-episode podcast all about Shit's Creek and how hilarious we think it is. We love this journey for us, and we hope you love it too. What's up? We're back for Made another episode of Ew, David. Ew, David. Whoop, whoop, whoop. So excited. Here we are. Yeah. Life is good. It's great. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. Good. I'm now on vacation. That's Probably nice. not by the time this is published. No, definitely But right not. now I'm feeling good. You'll be back at work. Yeah. By the time you hear this though, she will not be in the same mood. So. Right. It's fine. But you won't know. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. You'll have no idea. <laughs> How are you, buddy? I'm good. I'm a little tired today, but we have coffee and bagels here we as as per usual. We did so go have these on we our did. bagels we today. We did. So we have Nutella spread and cream cheese. What a life on different flavored bagels, right. not together, because that would be weird. Ew. Yes, you're correct. <laughs> Havesies. That Havesies. <laughs> But, but yeah, yeah, but no, I'm good. I'm excited to be here. Um, I'm excited because we're going to share social stuff with you guys. Social media stuff. Ooh. We have an Instagram. We do. We do. We have an Instagram and we haven't we've, been sharing it. We've had one. We just forgot to mention it. Right. We definitely are dumb. So well, it's fine. Forgetful would be another word. We could, Either way. Yeah. However you want to look at okay. it. Um, but You our, should check it out. Check it out. Brienne posts really funny stuff there. I try she's to. the one in charge. I that. try to. I try to be clever. Um, <clears throat> and, it, and whatever. So our Instagram <laughs> is at Shits Giggle Fest. So that's S-C-H-I-T-T-S-G-I-G-G-L-E-F-E-S-T. At Shits Giggle Fest. I was about to say at Giggle Shits Fest, and then I was like, what? that's incorrect. Yeah. Incorrect. So, again, it's at Shits Giggle Fest. <laughs> On Instagram. On Instagram. That's yeah. the Instagram. So sorry, but here we are. Um, and then we also have an email if you guys ever want to just send us Any a, comments, a message. stories. Yeah. Share what stories. What you love about the show. Yeah. Opinions. If you want to comment on what we're talking about. Uh, we also had the idea of asking you guys to send us your, your weekly appreciations. We can even do shout outs if you have something that you want to share with us. Something good in your life that you would like us to know about. We'd love to hear. Yeah. To be quite honest. You can do so, a shout out during our appreciation. Yeah. Break. Always. Just, to just love. always spread the positivity. Yeah. I love it. Love to hear from fellow fans of the show. Love it. We love just sharing love for the show. <laughs> well love said. Love sharing love. Well said. Love sharing love. Um, so our email, if you are interested, is ewdavidpodcast at gmail.com. So E-W-D-A-V-I-D podcast at gmail.com. So those are our social media accounts so far. Um... Yeah, so follow us, message us, say hi. Yeah. We'll say hi Let back. Let us know what you think. Yeah. We'd love to know. Um, there. That, that's <laughs> smooth transition. Smooth transition. I don't. That we're known for on this show. Right. I'm really good at those. Segways are my thing. 
Um, so boom. Well, so okay. So there are our housekeeping details yep. for the day. Um, so are you ready to start? Let's start episode seven. Turkey shoot, which I just found <clears throat> out today. We just found out today. Yeah, is actually Catherine's yeah true favorite episode. I was wrong of season when one. I said it was Carl's funeral. Mm-hmm. I do love Carl's funeral, mm-hmm. but I somehow forgot that this episode was also part of season one, and also just like how this episode made me laugh so much. Right. Uh, I don't know how, but this is my actual favorite episode of season so, one. So, we're going to have fun talking about yeah. this one. So, here we go. I'm excited. I know. So, are you going to do the synopsis? Yes. The Netflix synopsis says, in an effort to prove his manhood to Stevie, David goes on a turkey hunt with some townies. Jocelyn invites Moira on a spa day with the girls. Mm-hmm. There we go. It's pretty accurate. It's pretty accurate. That's exactly, that's pretty much what happens. Yeah. So for the opening credits, our director is Paul Fox. It's created by Daniel and Eugene Levy. The Raider, Raiders? The writers. <laughs> like the Oakland? Oakland I'm Raiders? No. The writers of the show, of this episode, are Daniel and Eugene Levy. Chris Posebon, Amanda Walsh, Colin Friesen, and Michael Grassi. Still need to come up with a cool team name for them. Joe. I got nothing right now. I have nothing right now. I'm not we'll, being... We'll think on it. I have but no write, clever bone in my body right now. I think they've written every episode so They're far. together for everything. It's just every once in a while they'll have someone else there as well, it yeah. seems like. So th- this is the this is the, the core team, team right here. The dreamed... That's not the thing, though. Oh, okay. That's so cliche. That's so... Okay. <laughs> I got excited for a second thinking that that was it. But we'll she has... something better. She's vetoed it. It's fine. Veto. Um, veto. Um, we have a cast of 12, let me just finish these real quick, with a crew of 168, and it was first aired on March 18th of 2015. I don't think opening credits have ever taken so long. Probably not. <laughs> Unless you count when we had to do it like four times a couple weeks ago, because I couldn't get it together. Well, I do count that, actually. You're right. So yeah. that one was longer. I mean, still still a struggle for you Things a little happen. bit. It's okay. It's, it's okay. All right. It's all right. So those are our opening credits <clears throat> for the play-by-play. Are we ready to start talking about it? Let's are we ready? It. Let's, let's, let's start. Let's get into it. So we are at Mom, the motel. Babe. This. Okay. okay. You know how the last, was it the last episode or a couple episodes was your favorite cold open? Yes. Where, the cabin. For the, the cabin. cabin. Mm-hmm. This is my favorite cold open. Okay. That they have on the season. I understand that, yes. It actually might be of the series. Oh. But I don't want to say that yet because I feel like I've probably forgotten a really good one. But this is up there. It's up there. It's okay. hilarious. I I remember when I watched this open the uh-huh. first time, yeah. I re- kept rewinding it and watched it like five times in a row because I was just like, it's so funny. And, like, and I, I know re- why. I relate. <laughs> I strongly relate to David. True. I do too. Anyway. I do too. It's funny because... So he has that bug, the milky right. bug. So Stevie's walking to his right. room, doesn't know why, and that's why. Nope. The bug with the milky exoskeleton has right. been discovered in David's room. Why is she? And she's so taken aback because she had no idea what she was walking into right. when she knocked on the door. Right. <laughs> she's just walking. But he's being ridiculous. Can you, can because... you imagine what she's thinking, though? That he's called her over instead mm. of, like, because usually he'll, like, go over and talk to her. Right. He goes to the office a lot. He won't tell her what it is. Right. Like, just, like, come here. I would be a little panicked, I think. Like, oh, my God, what's happened? What's wrong? I don't know if I'd be panicked. It'd be more like, okay, David's David's about to drop something funny on me. I'd be concerned. I feel like she was prepared for entertainment. That could be. 
I feel like that maybe where she, she was be, coming yeah. from because I would be concerned. because she saw but. the bug and just her sass was immediate. Like she well, was ready with it. That's just who she is. Because it's just a bug. It's just it's just a bug. Well, and that's the thing. You know what? <clears throat> what? I'm impressed with him though that he got it under the glass. Do you struggle getting? You have to get real glass? close to get that's them true. under the glass. So she shouldn't laugh at him that hard. He he made an effort. He did, and he didn't even want her to do anything. He just wanted moral support while he did the thing. Right? Right. But he also was like, I want it out, but I don't want to kill it. You have to put it on this to do it. Right. Is that how you would do it? But he was going to do it. She wasn't going to do it for him. That's fair. Which I think, you know, it's very adulty of him. Steps up. Those are some steps up, I suppose. Yeah, see? You're right. Sure. I love that he Googled the bug. You are though. very much on David's side on this one. I am. You're with David I am. on this. I relate to him very I much. don't even know what I was thinking in this moment anymore because all I know <laughs> is that you were just with David. It flees. It was that is that the part where you like die every time? <laughs> yeah. It's fleeing. It's, it's fleeing into the bathroom. Yes. That's it. Because when have you ever heard bugs described as fleeing? Like normally it would be like, oh, it's running into the way, it is into the bathroom, it escaped. It's fleeing. Come on. I don't, I've never used it. You're right. right. I don't think I've ever heard that. But now I feel like it's something I want to say always. Okay. That part had me dying. It's fleeing. And then when he sees it in the bathroom and he's like, right. it's just hiding, waiting for nightfall. Right. Like, what? You know why I think this is funny to Stevie? And this is why I think. I think this is why I'm like, I'm not on Stevie's side. There's no side here. No, Let's be a thousand percent honest. It's not an argument or anything. It's, no, there's it's no just... argument. It's just funny because you totally get David, yes. but I totally get Stevie on this one <laughs> because she has that line where she goes, I can't remember what life was like without you. Yeah. And that's because he's literally like, this is his day. This is David's he's, day. He spent some time he Googling, spent some time. it under the cup, and now he's... Figuring out what to figure out what to do now that it's right. Like this is his day is spending his time figuring out how to trap this (laughs) bug instead of just doing what Stevie would have done, would have been like, let's stomp it with a shoe real quick and kick it out of here. While I agree that I would have also tried to get the bug out alive. Oh no. Um I disagree. Kill it. Well stomp on it, smash it with the book, and get rid of that thing. Okay. I don't want that anywhere near me. No. Because if it gets outside, it's just going to come right back. It's true. You know those doors aren't sealed nicely? <laughs> Could slip in through that the motel, cracks. In that motel, in the Shits right. Creek Motel, and there's no way. crawl in your mouth and it's, nest, just like ew, David said. God, okay. Or We're crawl down this bug. It's too much. Sleeping. Too much bug talk. I can't. Okay. Anyway. So this happens, and Stevie leaves <clears throat> David to his bug problem. After, yes. it's, after it has fleed <laughs> into the restroom. I love her comment right. though mm-hmm. he's like I can't sleep here and she's like not with your mouth open anyway right like that's so mean but it's so but funny it's because like he's being so dramatic like how many hours okay. has he spent with his bug buddy probably well I don't know hours I- okay <laughs> I I get him though I would do the same I get if him there were a I couldn't sleep in there. No I get him, but I also get Stevie. She's I've hilarious. I've had this problem where I found a spider and then I like run to get a tissue or a shoe to kill right. it. And then I come back and it's not there. And you lose sleep. I can't sleep because I don't know where it is. You? And you uh, don't want it in your ear. Oh, in my, oh, 
That never even crossed my mind. Oh, it's you've always never the heard mouth. that before? It's you've never the mouth heard the ear? Because I've heard that you swallow so many bugs a year. Oh. And I always just imagine it just like crawling into my mouth and going down my throat. And then, of course, I would wake up when oh, it's no, like I feel like the ear is a hole there, that it can crawl into. And I wake up with like a spider on my tongue or something. I'm afraid it's going to go into my ear and eat my brain. Oh, that's a whole new problem <laughs> now. gosh I never thought of that so now you really oh, understand David I'm never gonna be able to sleep again all right well well thank goodness I don't have a bug infestation in my apartment there's no milky exoskeleton in no. your room it doesn't have to have milky exoskeleton for me any bug will do it, I don't even like ladybugs any bug will do <laughs> well I told you about the time one of my students put a ladybug in my hand yeah and you freaked and out and then I shook my hand yep. to get it off and all the kids freaked out they felt bad for the ladybug yeah, but I did it like in a discreet way. They didn't notice that I had shaken hmm. my hand. They thought it just flew away or fell off. Okay. I think. Okay, buddy. We found it. It didn't die. One of the oh, kids God. put it outside. Oh, God. <laughs> Moving on. We have to move on from the bugs. Okay. Um, let's move. Okay, so next, Moira. Oh, this is good too. Is showering and um, tries to reach for her towel outside of the shower yeah. and does not have one. And immediately yells at Johnny. Johnny! Where's my towel? Like, the way she said it was hilarious. Right. John, where's my towel? Right. Like, so dramatic. Also, did you not check for the towel before you entered the shower? Right. I always do. To make sure. Yeah. Otherwise, you're going to be walking around naked. Exactly. Which apparently doesn't matter. I mean, if you want to do that, go for it. But, like... She obviously yeah. didn't, so check for the towel, Moira. Uh, but yeah. also, like, if there's no towel there, why are you just going to be like, Johnny? Right. Why, what did Johnny do? Why aren't the towels in the bathroom to start? Who knows? Why don't you just keep it? It's fine. Who knows? Well, anyway, Moira's yelling for Johnny, but Johnny cannot hear her because he is outside of the motel door with Jocelyn, yeah. who's having a very interesting conversation with him. Right? Uh, yeah. They're about talking. her students. Right. Again, it's inappropriate. Her inappropriateness as a teacher. She talked about one, one of them is pitching a tent, she yeah, said. This goes back, I think, to what you said about mm-hmm. at the beginning of the series. Right. Her being like the hot one. Right. Because she's like, who could blame them with a teacher like me? Like she thinks she's right. attractive and like all the boys must be into her. She's she's Even the hot she, older woman. That's how she that's, that's how what she she's thinks. That's what she's feeling, yeah. Yeah. Um. So she's talking. To, she's talking to Johnny, and he doesn't know how to respond to this because she's also <laughs> saying that she's bringing over these treats. Yeah. Because Roland is on diabetes watch <laughs> and can't eat the double batch. Accidentally. Right. How do you accidentally it. double? That's batch? what I was thinking. Like, oh, you have to. Do I have to math. math. <laughs> I have to. Math. I have to math. <laughs> Yeah. To but to double a batch of anything. It's just Because then when you get into the teaspoons and the one-thirds and the one-eighths of things, it's just a lot. It's a lot of math. We, we struggle. We struggle with math. Okay. I mean, we're going to sidetrack real quick because I'm going to tell them the story. Oh. Not the full story because it's we'll too embarrassing. A, we'll put a picture of this on the Instagram. Will we, though? Yeah. God, we that's will. embarrassing. We'll be open and honest about our math struggle. <sighs> okay. When we, we were, were trying roommates. to when we were roommates, okay. we were trying to put together a recipe of some kind. And we were trying to figure out how to double this batch that we were or were we cutting it in half? We were cutting it in half. We were cutting a recipe in half, which is even worse than doubling it. Okay. It's even worse. And we were trying to figure out what half of 
a third cup was or something like that. That seems right. And it yeah. took an entire page of incorrect math no. and incorrect notes. No, okay. To find the answer. The math was correct. It was just the formula was wrong. We used the wrong the wrong formula. Approach. Well, we knew how to count and multiply, but we weren't counting and multiplying the correct thing. Yeah. We got it right in the end. It took an when you see these notes, you will understand how <laughs> now how what, ridiculous <clears throat> this was. What she has not told you that makes this <clears throat> even worse. God. <clears throat> I will admit now, it's taken me a couple months to come to this. Yep. Brianne said the correct answer before I pulled out the piece of paper to do the math, but I yep. didn't trust her. Nope. So I did all this math and nope. literally like 15 minutes later, I was like, it's this. And she's like, well, that's what I said. <laughs> um, Oops. Yep. But we agreed in the end. Food tasted good. Thank you good. so much for coming so, to my side. We understand Jocelyn's struggle. With the math? With the math. With the maths? With but again, I say recipes. Again, I say it. Although seems, she didn't struggle really. No, she just did it. She did it. She didn't struggle with the baking. I she guess. just made a double batch. What did she bring over though? Because I, I don't think tell. I've ever heard of that treat. So I'm like, is that like a traditional Canadian what was treat? It? I don't remember what it was called. I'd never heard of it. Did she name them? She did, but I'd never heard I didn't it before. Notice. So if anybody knows what they were, let us know. And if they're good. We'll try them. Like, send us a recipe or something. Um, So anyway, as they're speaking, Moira comes out with a shirt on her head, flustered Mm -hmm. because she doesn't have a towel. Right. And when she comes, she's obviously, like, on the verge Mm -hmm. of having just kind of that. She's upset. There's too much happening for her. her She's overwhelmed. She's overwhelmed. Um, So Jocelyn offers a spa day to Moira. Mm-hmm. And Moira declines, but takes the treats instead. Yeah, and she and in the middle of all that, Johnny mm-hmm. stuck his foot in the mouth in his mouth. Right, but what? It, like an idiot. It could relieve the extra weight that you're you've carrying. been carrying around. Y'all, if a woman is upset, do not comment on her weight gain. If a woman is not upset, do not comment on her weight gain. Don't ever comment <laughs> like, on anyone's weight ever. Like, it was the worst. And then he tried to say your emotional, emotional weight. weight. But also Jocelyn no. was in the middle of the two of them and her face. She just did not know what to do. That's awkward. She knew what Johnny... She was like, Johnny, <laughs> you you did that to yourself, my friend. Yeah. You did that to yourself. But then Moira... Moira handles it in her Moira way. Yeah. And with her, with this Moiraism that I'm declaring, she says, John, go get me a towel or I will strip <laughs> off this robe and I will air dry in the in street. The street. <laughs> yeah. Which was funny. <laughs> and do you know what I just realized? What? When I did this rewatch. What? Was he tells her there's a towel on the door. Mm-hmm. But she said there was dirt and he said, no, it's just a bug I killed. Is that the bug that David was looking for? For somehow, I never put two and two together. I didn't think about that. It was just more so, why the why the hell does he not think that a, a dead bug on the towel doesn't make it dirty? I don't know. Men. It's a dirty towel if you kill a bug with it. Right. Are you uh, gonna, in my opinion. Are you, are you going to wipe yourself off with a dirty bug juice towel? <laughs> dirty bug juice. If you kill a bug, there's dirty bug juice on your towel. Okay. It's a bug juice. Bug I mean, juice. I wouldn't use it, but I wouldn't have put it that way. I mean, think about it. No, you're right. You're right. <laughs> I'm just saying. I do not disagree. Just saying. So, yeah. They're all riding the struggle bus this morning. Right. 
Anyway, then we go over to the cafe. And on the way to the cafe, did Mm -hmm. you notice the mailbox? I didn't. Because it does like some exterior shots before it goes into the cafe. Right, right. And there's a mailbox, and on the mailbox Mm -hmm. was written, please do not hit me. And it was really funny. That makes sense. I, I mean, like, like, how many times has that thing been hit? I mean, I feel like that, that that could be a pretty common small town, I guess, uh, I activity, was, no? I like, really thought it was funny. If there's nothing else to do, let's just go hit mailboxes. That makes me think of that movie, The Benchwarmers. Did you ever see that movie? No. It's a comedy with, like, David Spade and Rob Schneider and... What is that guy's name? Napoleon Dynamite? Mm-hmm. That guy? I don't know his name. Um, They play, like three nerds essentially and they put together their own baseball team yeah um but they don't know how two of them don't know how to play baseball okay and so they get trained and coached by a professional baseball player okay who takes them on this joy ride where they have to hit mailboxes like that's part of their training and then one of them takes a metal bat and hits a metal mailbox and then it doesn't go very well well but (laughs) but you know but maybe that's just a common Activity okay. for people is hitting mailboxes and asking nicely for people not to do it. Not to I'm do that. Sure we'll so stop it, that's so. pretty funny. So we're at I the cafe, and um, Alexis, Alexis is asking. Well, first of all, Alexis is completely ignoring the fact that Twyla's with customers. Right. She's just like Twyla and keeps telling her what she needs. Right. If I were Twyla, I wouldn't have been listening. She wasn't though. But, but she, she kind of knew what she wanted at the end. She could hear her, but then as she was coming, because Alexis asked the question as she was already walking away, like what's in the meadow harvester whatever um and twyla being sweet doesn't even say anything and just answers the question obviously um which is hilarious because like twyla why are you so secretive about this meadow harvest right what's in it she doesn't know how do you not know sometimes it's fruity sometimes it's not it's just whatever they have in the back but what does that mean do the ingredients in the back change a lot though if your menu's the same right no is it like a scrap kind of is she putting table scraps in this metal well, harvest? the compost when Mutt doesn't come to pick that oh, up. Let's God. blend it up. Can you imagine? Is that yeah. what's happening? I, I hope not. I, it could. Did you see the color of that thing when it oh, came out? Uh-huh. It, wasn't, it wasn't appetizing. It looked really gross. It really did. Mm. But she was very protective of it, too. Because Twyla, or not Twyla, Alexis was like, so it doesn't refer to anything in particular. She's like, no, it does. It's like. It's no, real. It is what it is. <laughs> Right, and I'm like, no, I, no, it doesn't. Mm. You should at least be able to say if it's like a vegetable, like green smoothie, right. or like fruity. Right. Well, Alexis is trying really hard to get to the bottom of it. She's like, so yeah, is it this? So what are you doing? Which is fair because you want to know what you're putting in your body. Exactly. But anyway. But she tries it anyway, so she orders it. And then in. Yep. Ted! Oh my god. You go, you go, you go on Ted. Ted came in and comes up behind her <laughs> and is... He has a very good opening line because this mm-hmm. is the first time Ted and Alexis meet. Correct. And he says, I feel like I need to warn you that thing's going to run through you like Niagara Falls. She doesn't get it. No. But what a flirty opening they have because you know, seconds later he asks her out on a date. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> a, he was really trying to warn her because yeah. because obviously. Because <laughs> he's prescribed it to his Right. Patient. She needs to be warned, poor thing, that that's going to happen. Like, yeah, did he do he's it? being a good guy. Did he do it in a charming way? He did it in a Ted way. He did it in a Ted way. It wasn't the most, like, discreet way. No. But he, but he tried. Alexis might not have gotten it if he did she it She didn't get though. it. She, he, she didn't get it that way. She, well, she, she automatically was just like, oh, a man flirting with me. I'm going to twirl my hair. Like, that's yeah, what she did. Yeah, because then she was just like, oh, you have patience? Like, are you a doctor? Right. 
vet. Oh, it's the same thing, right? Like, okay, Alexis. I mean, stop it. But let's let's talk about Ted. He is a good, like, he is a good <laughs> example of flirting, like, in a respectful, in a respectful non-creepy way. way. Because he starts by having a conversation first. Yes. And then compliments her. Yeah. And then not ask like the creepers that lightly. just come up to you and are like, you're gorgeous. Like, ew, I don't know you. Or how you doing, beautiful. Like, right. how you leave doing, me alone. Like, like, I don't, ew. I don't want that. I Please don't do that to me. No. I want to have a conversation. Yeah. And so I really appreciate that about Ted. Love Ted. That he, Ted was cute. I'm telling you. He's a winner. Give me a Ted, please. Give me a Ted, please. Um, and so <clears throat> at the end of that, um, he asks her out and she agrees. And then Twyla brings Alexis her meadow harvest. <laughs> yeah. Um, she, it's a disgusting greenish gray. It's like the best way I could describe it. Right. It looks like mud. Yeah. And so t- she takes a sip and Twyla's watching. So she has to pretend to like it. And then she turns around and spits it back, back in front it's, of Ted. Right. Who's not is, bothered. Right. And I'm like, oh, I don't know if I could do that in front of a hot guy I'm interested in. Because that's gross. I feel um, like I would have just swallowed and be like, But if he's not bothered, that means that he's very interested. Yeah. Is what I say to that. Yeah. And he, so, he, know, he knows about the smoothies. He knows about... Well, he told her. I know. He so was he like... Understands, he understood. He was like, yeah, well, that... Yeah. And her silent, oh my God. Right. Right. It was good. So, it was good. It was good. It was good. Yeah. Um, and then we're back to the motel. Oh. David is talking to Stevie in the lobby. And yeah. yep, he yep. goes in trying to explain himself about this bug <laughs> and why he was so freaked out. And she essentially was like, you don't have to explain. Like, I get it. This I not know how you thing. are. <laughs> I know how you are. You, you, you like sheet thread counts. Right. Is that what she says? Um, yeah. What's your thing? Yeah. High thread count sheet. Right. But is she wrong? No. No. She's definitely not wrong. But David does not like it. He does not like being told that. (sighs) So here we go with David deciding that he's going to have to prove himself. Yep. He's going to prove a point. He's going to prove a point. He can do more than, that he Right. Pick out cute outfits and sleep in high school. And so agrees to go on a turkey hunt with Stevie. Yes, he does. (laughs) My favorite part of this scene is he's trying to prove this point about how he can do other things like that, like outdoorsy things. But his question has nothing to do with the hunt. Right. But is it a tweed or Or camo camo situation? situation? It's his fashion. First of all, does he own camo? No, but maybe if he knows he has to get camo, he would find a way to make it work. He did not. I think it's more the idea that he just... That was his question. He needed to prep himself if he, right. if he was going to put his body in camo. Right. Um, but here's my thing. Why does he need to prove that, though? Like, like, why do you think he has to... Why does he feel so strongly about having to prove that? I think, do you think he feels judged I by just, Stevie? I think he doesn't want Stevie to be right just out of spite. Fair. That makes more sense. Just like, you're not going to tell me that's who I am. Right. Like, no, I know who I am right. and what I, I can I do. He just wants okay. to spite her and be like, no. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Um, so <clears> that's <throat> that's what they decide. He's going to go on a turkey hunt with her, and there we are. Yeah. But And then in the parents' room, we have Johnny <laughs> and Moira. Struggling. Struggling I've so never hard. seen the struggle like this. They're trying to make the bed. They weren't even fitted sheets. That's that was my thought exactly. She's cursing at this sheet. It the fitted sheet was already on the bed. It was. All she had to do was 
Lay out the flat sheet. Yeah. And And Johnny couldn't get the pillow back in. He couldn't get a pillow into a pillowcase, Johnny. Did anyone see this pillow come out of the case? I'm sure they're the ones that took it out. I don't understand. They're struggling so hard. But while this is happening, Jocelyn comes and knocks on the door. And she invites Moira again to this spa day. Insisting. um, Here's what's funny about Jocelyn. She gives like this like almost backhanded compliment of like, well, you really look like you could use it. But she doesn't mean it that no, way. No, she has the best of intentions. She has the She's best like, of intentions. Stress. Please let me help you. Right. Like, please, like it's like, on her. She wants to do yeah. it for her. Like she knows she's struggling. She's being nice. Right. She's being a good person. Sweet a good Jocelyn. friend. She helps him with the pillowcase too. I, that was, I put that. I wrote she, that. She just calmly, casually oh my God. Puts the, takes the pillow out of Johnny's right. hands and just puts it well, in. Well, as easy he's peasy. as he's saying his piece and trying to convince Moira to go, she literally is like I like side eyeing him, judging the work that he's done, and takes it from him and just finishes. She's like, "Let me finish for you. I'll That's put so the pillowcase." I've never struggled with uh, pillowcases. Have you? I think it depends. Like, sometimes you have, like, the old ones that don't stay, like, flat as well, and they get kind of chunky. So those can be hard to put in the pillowcase. I've never had a struggle. Because my mom taught me a trick. Oh, okay. What's the trick? trick. Do tell. Johnny needs to know. Pray tell. Apparently, my grandma used to work at a hotel, and this is how they did it. Interesting. Okay. You turn the pillowcase inside out. Okay. And you put your arms through it and, like, grab the corners and then grab the corners of the pillow and bring the pillow through and just... That makes Boom. a lot of sense. Wow. Which is why I'm I don't understand the struggle because I didn't realize that not everyone did that, I guess, because I've done that always. But Johnny really struggled hard. People are different, buddy. But I understand the struggle mm-hmm. because recently mm-hmm. you helped me and also our friend Bernadette helped me try to put the couch cushions back in the, the couch cushion covers. And I felt like Johnny's struggle was very similar to ours on that. See, but here's the thing. There's a difference between like loose pillowcases and pillows. <laughs> And like couch Wait, cushions that did, are meant to be stuffed. Was the pillowcase into this material snug on the pillow though? On the one that they did, yeah. No. Oh well, he was just struggling. I tried, Johnny. Why, jo- <laughs> If Jocelyn can look at that pillowcase and go, "No, Johnny," yeah, then it's fine. Yeah, Jocelyn has some. Skills, she, though. yeah. So ultimately, Moira accepts finally, but yeah. after she after she requests a. A really mean massage. Yeah, the head massage. A really mean <laughs> scalp massage. Like so freaked out by that request. Well, g- she's like, uh, really mean. What? If you, <laughs> if you request that, I guess. She yeah. She Justin goes from that moment to side eyeing the pillowcase. Know. It's so. She funny. doesn't know what she's getting herself into. Nope. I don't think again. No. With Moira. And then we go into the outdoors. Ugh. Where? Okay. okay Did you, you notice the location of this wall? I noticed that it felt like, it felt random. It was like just to the side of the cafe and there was nothing behind behind it. it. (laughs) Like, I don't know what the point of the wall was. They needed a community service project to do. That's that's literally all I have to give you. Forward. All right. Anyway, so Mutt and Alexis are painting. Did you notice like the difference in their painting (laughs) side? Mutt has like an entire paneling done, and Alexis has like the patch in front of her face done. Like a twelve by twelve square. Right. Like, and she keeps going over the same. Right. Well, she's she's not trying. She doesn't care. Um, but But she slyly gets Mutt to ask her how or what she's doing that evening. Right. Um, and he and his gross passive aggressive sarcasm um goes oh that's what you want okay 
what are you doing tonight? I just can't. I can't no. with him. I can't. I He's wrote, so rude. Mutt acts like a stupid, rude idiot again. Right. Like, Ugh. let's, I'll be like, honest. She's right, though, in a polite conversation. Whether yes. that was her goal or not. Right. Like, in a polite conversation, mm-hmm. you should ask the other person. If, they, like, if you've been asked right. first. Like, yeah. I hate it when I ask someone how they are and then they never ask me back. It's like, well. Well, that's rude. Not that I need them to, but I'm right. like, in a polite conversation. That's fair. <laughs> but that being go. said, if Alexis wanted to share that information, she should have just been like, so tonight I'm going on a date. Like, you know what True. I mean? Which Maybe is, she wanted him to say something interesting, though. Maybe he was doing knows? something other than laundry. I don't, I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm taking much side on I am on Alexis' side. 100%. Well, I'm on Alexis' now, side. Now, she's not a great person. No. But this is worse. This is when I say that Alexis's, like, real bitch comes out. Like, this is when it starts to really show oh. her pettiness and how she treats people. Yeah. Mutt and Ted. Yeah. Because, yeah. So, uh, she tells Mutt that she's going on a date with Ted, and he's like, oh, the animal doctor. Like, he's very bitter. As if that's bitter a terrible Ted. job. Like, ugh. Right. Because Alexis is, like, the doctor. Right. And Mutt just keeps going, you mean the animal? Right. What does he have against Ted? He said hi to him in the hallway. I don't understand. I can't remember if it's this conversation or later in the episode. But, like, I don't know. Okay, so I under... So, because they end the conversation with Mutt telling Alexis that she's going for Ted because of the money. Right. I understand that... Wow, that pen went flying. Her pen went flying across the room. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Focus. As focus. As I was saying, Mutt's judgment on Alexis wanting money is not an unfair statement. I not right. Not that it's like the best judgment on Alexis, but like Alexis is of a shallow. She's in a shallow stage right now. Yeah. I feel like he went there really fast, though. Like, he has everything you want in a husband. They're going on a first well, date. Well, here's the thing. It's because he also has this judgment on Ted, which is the unfair judgment. That's what I'm saying. His judgment or thinking that Alexis wants money is kind of a fair statement because that's just kind of, like, Alexis's background as of right now. Right. But having a judgment on Ted for no reason? Right. Why? For why? He's I don't understand. He's done nothing. And so, like... It was just Mutt's being a baby. I can't. I can't. Right. He's a baby and I'm on my... Ew. Don't like It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. So, anyway. um, We go back to the motel room. We go back to the motel. She's getting ready for her date with Ted. So, you know how we were saying... Was it last week that we were saying that, like, do you notice whether or not Alexis' side of the room is dirty or not? Yeah. It's dirty. I started paying more attention. It definitely is messy. It's dirty all the time. Yep. She was searching through a pile on her bed. I guess I just did not notice. I didn't either, but now I'm paying attention and I see it all the time. So, yes. She's searching through everything. Um, Okay. She called it Bali. Bali. Is it Bali? I thought it was Bali. Did she say Bali? She said Bali. She said she went on a blind date to Bali with Leo. Yeah. Which is also another Alexis life tidbit right there. Right. She went on a blind date with Leo. That's a different blind date than David had to save her from, right? Right. Because he saved her from someone somewhere else. In Budapest. Was it Budapest? Was it? No. Uh, Rio? I really don't remember. Oh, well, anyway. 
But it was something else, right? So it's like right. this is a, a pattern she has. A blind date that doesn't go well. Either way. But she said Bali. It's, is it Bali? I think it's Does it Bali. matter? Not really. I just noticed it. But anyway, as they're having this dumb, they're just going back and forth. Ted shows up in Johnny and Moira's room. Mm-hmm. And she's freaking out going, I told him to come here. And David's excited. <laughs> I love hearing the conversation in the background. Right. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ted is just being so polite and so sweet. Because he's the best. And then there's David who's like, I love it when they interrogate your boyfriends. What yeah. are they asking? What are they asking? so excited. The blind date was in Dubai. Dubai. Wow. She literally has been searching through her notes. It was one this whole of those time. things that was going to bother me. Right. Anyway. Oh, but, yeah. but he's having the most polite conversation with he Johnny is. and Moira. They're like, oh, you have a, a thing with Alexis? A date, really. A date. Like, and then they ask the most oh. annoying questions. They're the worst. Right. They are the worst. First, <clears throat> they ask, um, what do they ask first? Isn't it, are your parents still are together? Are your parents still together? Oh, no, they divorced when I was younger. Oh, alcoholism. <laughs> Moira. And he's still super polite. Like, yeah. No, they just decided they'd be better off separate. Oh, and, and they fair. go, like, is what? that a bad thing? <laughs> if they've decided and together. to accuse his parents of alcoholism as if right. she did not have her own drinking problem. Right. Okay, on, Moira. Moira the on. hypocrisy. But then to go to an affair as if those are the only things that could break up a marriage. Right. right. As if those are the only valid things that could separate a couple. Apparently. To her. I can't. <laughs> I can't. So yeah. that happens. And so luckily Alexis walks in at this moment. And she saves Ted. And well, they start she walking. she rushed over. She's like, I have to stop she, this now. Well, as soon as she heard Ted because Can you imagine where the conversation would have kept going? If she hadn't walked it's, in? It's not good. I don't want to know the questions they had for him. Yeah, like, I don't want to know. Were, they were very rude. They're horrible. And he's just the sweetest and doesn't care. But also, I think Ted is kind of like Twyla in the sense that there's no shame in their life. Like, they, no. they, just, they just are who they are. Yeah. They've grown up they with that that's just, that really good sense of self. So he just like Yeah, and so he's not bothered by the fact that his parents aren't together or that like yeah. you know what I mean? Like none of that matters. He, it's it's been years. He's, yeah, exactly. He's come to terms with it. Um but then as they're walking out, David walks in and Ted Ted recognizes him, of course. Now this he does not do in the most polite way. He points no. at him, Hey you Right. I know you. And the best is that David looks Around. <laughs> like there is someone behind him. They're, right. Like, there's someone else in the room. Right. Pretending he doesn't recognize Ted. Oops, now, he, now he knows that Ted's going to say something. He can feel it. Right. Ted, Ted is not discreet on this one. I mean. At he, all. He probably assumed that David's family But also knew. he's not an actual doctor. And so like I don't think that that would have been a thought to him. To have to keep that discreet, maybe, maybe, because he was also and he was also so like, honest about it. He was like, "It's panic attack. It's real." Like to him, it wasn't yeah. a big deal, and so like he probably you're right. He probably and just didn't he's like, probably like, "Oh, David already told his parents he had a panic yeah, attack." Yeah, and but the way he said it too, I had the pleasure of treating your son's panic attack. Like Which he was enjoyed sweet. it. Well, like, he met him. He helped him. No, like I thought it was nice. Yeah, like, it was sweet. Yeah. Um, and so they leave. <clears throat> Alexis doesn't care about that comment. Knowing he, doesn't even notice that David is uncomfortable with that information no. or that the parents didn't know because she already knew about it yeah because she he took his selfish with right that, yeah. <laughs> yeah for the yoga um class. so they leave and david awkwardly avoids that conversation right. with his parents Just, by letting them know that he needs to go to bed because he has a turkey hunt in the morning right <laughs> and it works the distraction yeah. works because johnny is like hunting hunting did you say hunting yeah 
Yeah. <laughs> the last yeah that David gives with the mm-hmm. little wink. Yeah. I was dying. Like, I had to rewind and watch that scene a bunch oh, of times. Oh, man. Too. It's so good. It's so funny. It's so good. Because I feel like, I don't know, it made me think, like, how how important, like, the delivery of lines is, which is obviously it's important. Right. But, like, looking at on the page, it said hunting, yeah, hunting, yeah, hunting, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that was the script. Right. But they made it so I was, like, dying of laughter. Right. And, like, their delivery was perfect. Right. And the way, like, Johnny got more and more upset hunting. Hunting? Did you say hunting? Yeah. Like, yeah. it was so good. That's the thing, too. That's the thing I love about comedy is that people don't realize that comedy is actually very difficult to do. Drama can be considered easier. Sometimes it's a lot easier to find those, um, I suppose, like negative emotions to mm-hmm. pull from in any capacity that you choose to. Yeah. Or they can, a lot, it's easier to relate to them. But when it comes to comedy, you know, everyone thinks cancer is sad. Right. So a cancer thing is going to make people cry. Right. But when it comes to comedy, no one has the same comedic humor yeah no one does and so it's hard to reach as big of an audience with comedy and so when you're able (laughs) to take something as simple as that script like you said and Uh do something with it is a huge skill and i think these two have the the lovey the lovey men have it for sure love them that was funny yes they're hilarious (sighs) love it is it time it's time appreciation Appreciation break. break I think we've officially decided that we're keeping that. We're like sorry, we're just gonna not sorry. I we're not sorry about it. That's literally how we're gonna do it from now on. So we're doing our own jingle. Appreciation. Don't forget, guys, if you want to send us stuff that you're appreciative of or grateful for, any small thing, any big thing, anything that you love us to share, um, anything that you'd love to share with us, or yeah. that you want us to share with the world or whoever's listening. Um, <laughs> let us know just let us know use those use our instagram what we don't have a twitter not yet that's too much tweeters i'm sorry they don't know yet (laughs) tweeters is some of y'all might know spoiler alert tweeters we don't don't have a tweeters we don't have a tweeter Mm -hmm. and an email and an email so if you want to share these with us please do so so buddy yes what are you grateful for this week this week i am grateful for family time Hmm. actually I've had a lot of good family time this week. My parents um, came over to dinner mm-hmm. on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And we had a lovely time, and then I got to, I got to see them a lot this week actually. Good, because I either went over there, or they come over to my place, and yeah, we just had some good good laughs. And well, good you're times. on break now too, so yeah, mm-hmm. that's also a nice thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we had so that. You had more time. And they gave me a really fun gift. Which oh, they probably don't want me to mention. My dad gave me. A, a, is it those? No. Oh. Um, my dad gave me a magnet that makes me smile when I look at it. <laughs> Brianne hasn't seen it yet, but I'll have to show her after. But I just appreciate the little... What is it? The little gift. I'll go get it while you tell them okay. about your appreciation. Okay, 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 okay. Because I'm so curious. I don't know what this is. Um, so this week, um, definitely not as cute as Catherine's, but I'm appreciative of acrylic nails. <laughs> I know um, that sounds dumb. They're cute. What okay. are you talking about? Acrylic nails are something that I love and have always loved. Like, I've been getting them since I was in, like, 7th, 8th grade. Like, I just love acrylic nails. <clears throat> they always make me feel good. Yeah. And I haven't had the pleasure of having acrylic nails for about a year at this point. And to be quite frank and honest, felt very naked without them. But I got them this past week. My first set in a year. And I almost cried. I know that sounds dramatic. But here we are. 
made me really happy made me really happy and I love them and they're cute and I feel great and that's just that's what I'm that's what I'm grateful for right now is I feel good because I have nails did you get a haircut this week too I did trim my hair yeah I had the style already that I have right now it's like shaved all around and the top part is still there um I guess it's like a mix of like pink and Kelly Osborne. It's like ish, that kind of a short, long style, I guess. Um, but I got it trimmed and cleaned up this week too, which I also desperately needed because it started to get so long. I was hiding it under my hat for a couple days. <laughs> wow. I got too lazy to do it, so I just put my hat on. Well, it was cold, I mean, so. I just throw mine up in a bun or a clip when I'm too lazy. It's so not long fair. enough for that though. Yeah. Man. I mean, I did Thanks do that in the house, but I look stupid with a top knot, so. <laughs> I want to see this. No. <laughs> That's not it. Have I seen it? I probably I saw it and didn't pay attention. The top knot? We no. We lived together. Did you not do that at all? I didn't have this haircut when we lived together. Did we? Did I? Yeah, you did. Did I start it? Oh, yeah, I did. I never did the top knot, though, there. I barely did it this week at the house. Disappointing. I know. Well, I'll show you. I'll have to show you. So, that's our appreciation Woo-hoo. break. Appreciation break. Woo-hoo. Did it. Yep. Remember, guys... Good things happen in life. You just have to focus on the good, small, big, whatever they may be. Practice positivity. Practice positivity. Because even if you end up living in a small town that you received as a as a birthday gift, as a joke, how you many, can find the good how things many in listeners life. Do you think received a small town? For a birthday gift. Absolutely none. I'm just saying that if, if something aware. like that could happen <clears throat> and, and we could find positivity is all I'm saying. Here. We got it. <laughs> Seek it out. Seek it out. Seek it out. It's there. Yeah. Uh, I love it. Okay. Are you ready to continue? I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I, wait. You didn't show me the magnet. Can oh. I see the magnet? It's just a funny picture of my dad <gasps> in a really funny hat. Oh my God. Um, it was from like his, one of his travels. He looks so cute with that hat on. <laughs> it oh just my makes, god! It just makes me smile when I look at it. You guys, he's wearing a crab hat. He looks so cute. Aw. Yeah. So I appreciate it. That, that is adorable. I I understand. I understand. <laughs> that was really cute. Okay. So All right. That. There's that. Maybe we should. Would your dad be upset if we posted a I'm, picture? We of are that? not going to post a picture. I, I do not think he would like us sharing it with the world. <coughs> wow, that went down the wrong pipe. The air. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <coughs> Can we take a picture of the crab hat without his face? Yeah, because that's my favorite part. Yeah. We'll, okay. We'll post a picture we'll, of the hat. We'll post a picture of the crab hat. <laughs> Because it's like, it's not just a hat with a crab on it. It's a special crab it, hat. There are crab legs coming out of the hat. It's a legit crab hat. It's amazing. I kind of wish I had one. Oh, we should make one. Okay, okay. moving on. Back on track. Back on We're track. We're back to the play-by-play. We're back at the motel, right? David. Yep. Okay, yep, it's no. morning. This is another one of my favorite scenes. <laughs> yep, it's early morning. The alarm The alarm is, is going. David is running late for the turkey shoot. <laughs> this whole interaction he has with Johnny right. is one of my favorite moments. He just he wakes opens up. <laughs> because he opens his eyes Who's to that? a dark figure. Right. Ebenezer Scrooge standing Johnny's there. Like, it's me. <laughs> Who? Who is that? 
it's your father. You're not turning off your alarm. But you know what's weird? <clears throat> he went in there because David's not turning off the alarm. Right. He didn't turn it off. He just stood creepily in the doorway. Like, I he'd been he, there for a while. He was, didn't move. Was he just watching to see if David was going to turn it off? I don't... But why? Or was he shocked that David know. wasn't waking up? I don't know. Because neither him or Alexis woke up. Right. It's 5 a.m. How could they not hear that, though? It was loud. It's 5 a.m. As a heavy sleeper, I'm going to tell you, sometimes the alarms are not enough. That's true. And when you're really tired, if you're in a really good sleep, I can sleep through a lot. Like That's fair. My mom used to say, or told me, she used to vacuum. Like, when I was a baby, mm-hmm. she would vacuum while I was napping because it wouldn't wake me up. Dang. Okay. Well, <laughs> so like I get how an alarm would not wake someone. That's else. fair. And I, I wonder how long how long mine. it was going off before Johnny even decided to get up. I don't know. Could he hear it immediately? I don't know. But David acted like he was late. That's what I'm saying. But it was though. five a.m. If he how was late, if he up? was running late, then how long was it going off before anyone noticed? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Good question. Like, curious. come on, guys. Very curious. Dang. But then the best part was when Alexis came up with her eye mask. <laughs> End, End this, this now. now. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> the best. Yep. The, she, that was her final word, and it ended. I mean, she was serious. I, she was ser- Well, I mean, it didn't really end. They kept talking because <clears throat> David was like, you and your now- nightgown can tippy-toe back to bed. And, well, he shoot him out, and then it was and over, Johnny was telling him yeah. to be careful. But still. Who really trusts David to go hunting? We're going to get there. This was another one of Stevie's jokes that I think was better in her head. And didn't like turn when out she well. brought Eric right. to the party, she's like, "All right, that wasn't my best idea." Let's tease or, David and like, invite on him one, on a turkey hunt. She didn't accept, like, think he was going to accept. I don't think. No, which is also <laughs> so why the entire she's time like, oh. she's like, "You don't have to do this." <laughs> yeah. Oh it's my great. god, it's we will get there. Great. So now, now we're out in, in the, the forest. forest, in the wilderness. In the wilderness, David is getting ready, mm-hmm. and he's like zipping up his jumpsuit or it whatever. It was a camo day, not camo, a tweed day. It was a camo day, everyone. It was camo day. <laughs> I don't think it was his camo because it matched everyone else. Yeah, but it was a camo day. But he's getting ready. Um, Ronald, Ronnie, Ronald, Ronald. Ronnie comes over. Now, oh. he, this is the funny thing about Ronnie. We've had very few interactions with Ronnie. Yeah. And they get weirder as time goes she on. She's weird. But I love Ronnie. I love her. She, like, never fails She goes, off. have you ever killed? Right. Like, not have you ever, ever been before? hunting. No. Have, have you, you ever, ever killed done? before? Yeah. And then uh, when he says no. no, she calls him a turkey virgin. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just, she's so fun because like that interaction is what we have with her. Orange is the new orange is another interaction we've had with her. World's greatest dad mug. Right. Like this is, this woman is just just a weird lady. She's, but she's the greatest. She's lovely. Um, so then she goes and, uh, Stevie comes up and she, she just hands David a gun with no guidance. No, this is my issue. No instructions on how to use it. Just, here you go. And it's David. Right. It's David. Yeah, for like a normal person, I would not be that concerned. Because it's like everybody kind of knows well, common sense. Whatever. I would be concerned handing but, anyone a gun without a lesson. But it's well, David. Yeah. So David why are you not giving though. him anything? He's getting nothing. Or at least just don't load it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Is the safety on, Stevie? Like, are you yeah. sure he's going to be okay? Right. They just hand him a gun. Yeah. This is the problem. To be fair, ah! though, okay, David has been on a hunt before. Elton John's 
annual hunt. But don't forget <laughs> that it was probably a toy. I know. But David didn't know that. So he has handled a gun at least. God. Fake though, but you know. But he also yeah, this, this could have gone very wrong. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very, <laughs> very wrong. wrong. But anyway, they circle around for Bob's prayer. And oh. uh, Bob, David is like that little kid who wants to just eat. Right. Waiting oh, for, waiting for dinner prayer to end. And he's just looking around, like watching everyone. And Bob is like the dad going, <clears throat> close your eyes. Right. Bow your head. Bow your head. Take the stairs. And so he does. He scolds David and he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah. Such a good moment. Oh, yeah, good. I like how Stevie was like, it happens every year. Just, just let it just let it be. Just accept it. Yeah. Accept it in. Yeah, I don't remember what it, what Bob said in this prayer, but I remember thinking it was like, huh? He was just saying, Lord, that's all I remember, was that he said, Lord God, and then he told David to shut his eyes. That's all I remember about it. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Here's Bob. That's Bob, so who knows. Well, anyway, we move back into the other outdoors scene where we're back at the fence yep, with, with Alexis, Alexis and Mutt. They continue talking and, and cleaning. for some reason, Alexis mm-hmm. has to bring up Ted again, even though it didn't go well last time. Well, and I think I think what she's doing is, like, she's 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 taunting Mutt with this information. A little bit. But also... But it wasn't any juicy information. No, but she also... I'm sorry. She knew that Mutt was going to say some flirty-ass line. She wanted it. I'm she sorry. Did. She wanted Mutt True. to say what he said, and when he said it... She was happy with it. She was like, oh, you, I know. So, like, she oh. knows that that's what he's going for. Yeah. So, she she baited him with that one. That's true. She baited him, for sure. I think this is where we, where he says the stupid thing about Ted, right? About um, him, like, shoving him into the locker because he bo- bothered him by saying hello. Yeah. But we also... No, no, no. Him. That was the other one. Cause oh, was this that earlier? Is, yeah, that was earlier. Because this is the one where he was like... Um, if you go on a date, if a date's a, if a date's a success with me, then oh, you'll know sure. it. And then she's like, oh, and then Ted immediately yeah, drives up. It. Yeah. So Ted is driven up, and he, he was such a gentleman so on the date. Yes, like even like Johnny had even warned him like not on the first date, Ted. Right. But, like Ted never would have even tried it. We didn't talk about that. Let Let's jump back to that moment okay. real real quick with okay. Johnny. I have one complaint about that. Alexis is what twenty eight. Now, yeah, 27, 28, 29. 29. She's a grown late woman. 20s. Late 20s. She's a grown ass woman. At this point, Johnny knows she's had sex. She had sex when she was 17. He knows she that for a fact. She, he knows that for a fact at this point. And so the whole, like, not on the first date, son, and like trying to be like intimidated. I'm like, I'm sorry, Johnny. He was just in protective father. Is this, but is that necessary anymore? For him. He but doesn't like, want to think about his daughter doing that i think but with ted he who was know. the only gentleman he that you know that ted. i was about to call him eugene that johnny has ever met with alexis, with alexis maybe he doesn't know ted that well though but yeah you're i right. guess i just it it just bothers me when that happens to grown-ass women let them make their choices i mean she could have made any choice she wanted still like it's true but i just that's how i feel about it johnny okay yeah. anyway we'll go back the date we'll come ended back with a kiss on the cheek it did and I can understand why that would bother Alexis because yeah. she's not used to that. That's no. not her first date status. Her first, most of her first date status is probably like all the way ready to go. She's never dated a gentleman. She's before, never dated a gentleman. Like this is what she's used to. Um, that's not what she's used to is Ted. And so, um, and it, I can understand. So she's probably questioning whether or not Ted actually likes her 
or yeah, wants to date her. Because, now, like, because if he doesn't want her sexually, then of course he doesn't want her, is what she's thinking. Which is ridiculous. We won't go there, but I'm just going to let everyone know. Let all everyone out there know. Yeah, I think it's really sad, though. <clears throat> it is sad. For her, because like, those are the it only like, encounters she's had with men. That's the conditioning like, of a lot of women. Like they like him, her. Yeah. She needs that. Like, that's the society. Even we though Ted in. was like ridiculously excited about this date and like had right. a lovely time, she's like, oh, he didn't like it. He just kicked me right. on the cheek. Right. That's the society we live in because it's we've sad. been we've been taught as women that no society has taught men how to treat us, and now we're now we're accepting it, and like we're not anymore. But like that's that's what we've been taught is that that's what we're here for. That's what we're looking for. We're meant to be on someone's arm. And so we need to go to where the attention is. And so she doesn't feel like Ted's attention is attention. Gotcha. Which is just sad. Yeah. You're right. <clears throat> That's horrible. I hate it. I hate it. <clears throat> I hate it. If you can't tell, I hate it. Yeah, it was a sad moment. It's a sad moment. But, you know, so Ted shows up. He's like, I'm going to get you a proper smoothie. And Alexis, <laughs> right, her response. Well, lucky for you, Ew. not like a, oh, thank you, that's so right. nice, Sybil. You're in luck. We're done here. Right. Let's just go. Um, and then she kisses Ted. On the lips. She initiates She initiates the first kiss with Ted and then immediately turns to smile at Mutt. And this is where I, I mean, I already was not a huge fan. Right. This is really where I looked at Alexis and was just like, wow, what a jerk. She's being a bitch. Because, like, that that's, was terrible. Yes. That's, like, Ted that's... the sweetest guy in the world. Like, don't do that to him. Right. But, like we said, mm. it's coming from a place of conditioning and society and what it's taught her and what she thinks about dating. I not like this moment. No. No one likes this moment. Because this is really when people start to have a problem with Alexis and see, like, the This shallow, is when I started to have a This is when I really was yeah. like, um, excuse me. Um, <clears throat> yeah. But, however, that also means that Anna Murphy's doing an amazing job True. here. She's doing an amazing True. job She's, here. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll say that. She's a really good actor. She's really good. Um, but she throws her vest on the ground, gets <laughs> right. into the car with Ted, and they drive yeah. off. And she puts her hand and waves backwards. <laughs> it was a weird wave. Can I just remember? It was a petty wave, wave is yeah. what it looked like. It's a yeah. petty wave is what that is. That before they left, though, Ted mm. offered Mutt a ride. Mm -hmm. So, like... Now yep. we know that Mutt has never treated him well, nope. ever, and nope. he's just a complete jerk. Right. And Ted is still so polite because he says no, and then Ted's like, "Oh, but it's a long walk. Like, are you sure? Like, he could have just taken the no and been like, right. whatever." But like, he genuinely wanted to give him a ride. He wasn't right. just offering to be nice. Like, oh. I wonder if Ted's even like fully unaware of how much Mutt still dislikes him for that's no a high school, for no reason. reason. That was a high school thing, right? Yeah, yeah, stupid. So at this point, Mutt and Alexis are not my favorite people. No. They're not. No. I'm not saying it's not hopeful because I know how the rest of the yeah. show goes. But at this, at this point, point in time, we're very mad at Alexis. Right. Um, and that's okay. Growth. Understanding. We understand where she's coming from, too. We talked about it. It's we okay. do. But it doesn't make her actions okay. No, it doesn't. And so, you know, and that <clears throat> growth will happen. Don't worry. Yeah. Okay, anyway. Um, so we're back at the forest. <laughs> And we don't have a lot of Roland in this episode. No, but we he's do not. He makes his his presence rememberable. Rememberable. Memorable. No, memorable. <laughs> memorable. It's a rememberable. So sorry. 
<laughs> Memorable. Memorable. He asked yes. David if his bowels are nice and tight. God. <laughs> I just. He doesn't think he has the stomach to go hunting. I don't understand why Roland's. It's all. It's just. It's food and shit with Roland, is what it is. It's he, all food. He's a and simple shit man. And sex. He's a simple man. He's a simple man. All there right. There, there it is. So <clears throat> we move on. They're, they found a spot. They're lying on the ground. Ronnie looks at David, who's very obviously struggling, figuring out how to use the gun that they didn't tell him how to use. And she goes... <laughs> it's heavy. Right. Which may, and then that's when he says that he thinks Elton John's was a toy. And so she decides that she's going to help him. By telling him that it's just like holding a newborn baby. Right. But she's never <laughs> held a newborn baby, so this is just a guessing game for her. Why would that be the comparison you make if you never hold, held a baby? Did she just want to hold David's Who hands? Hold the baby like that? And I like, don't know, but because think, then she was like, "You have soft yeah. hands." I wonder if that's what she Which, was going for. That's creepy, Ronnie. I don't know. I love you. I love Ronnie though. But yep. So, So still, he has no information on how to handle this gun correctly because that was not useful advice at all. Um, And Stevie, at this point, genuinely tries to let David know, like, you don't have to do this. This was a joke gone wrong. You do not need to pull that trigger. It's okay. You don't. But David is stubborn and decides to stay. We're back at the cafe Mm -hmm. where Johnny is eating some fruit and Jocelyn and Moira return from the salon. Looking like twins. Looking like a damn set of twins. Yep. Oh, Moira's shoes Jocelyn away so that she can go speak politely to Johnny. though. Right, like, politely. Politely. Talk to Johnny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Oh. Can you see my husband? Yep. That was my and note right here. Voice. Her accent. Her accent. Why? Why, John? I don't know. Why, Moira? He turns around, immediately laughs. Right. Because even Johnny knows that this style is not Moira. He knows. He knows. That she's not happy. He calls her Tanya right. Harding. Who do you look like? I Tanya, want to say Tanya, Tanya Harding. Of all the people. But <laughs> no one wants to be compared to her. She's no. awful. But, <laughs> but yeah. Oh, God. And but then, then she points out <clears throat> that she looks, looks like Jocelyn. And then she has Jocelyn's hair. Comments when Jocelyn comes over. Right. She says something about... What do you think of your wife? And he's like, which wife? That was a creepy way to. Well, I make think it, he was, he was point, trying to be lighthearted, but I'm like pointing out that they have the same hairstyle. I didn't, I didn't like. You that know what comment. I noticed I though? Know Johnny you. is good at the whole like mm-hmm. looking behind you situation. Yep. He was Here like, she he comes, was like, I, I you're laughing, you're laughing. Right? Be Tell funny. I'm funny. <laughs> he's good at it. Like he did yeah. a good job. They got he's out probably of that done one. It for right for years. Um. Right. Exactly. So and then my the best was that Moira told Jocelyn that the experience. Was liberating. Tis. Tis, tis. liberating, I she said. She said tis. She said it. She was like, oh, Jocelyn, I can't tell you how liberating something something this all was. Tis. That's <laughs> what she said. I missed that. I was, I was more like, distracted oh, by her when she was still talking right. to Johnny. And she's like, until I get in the shower, I'm stuck looking like every other inmate in this godforsaken prison. God. <laughs> She Moira. says that, but how many people in the town have that hairstyle other than Jocelyn? Nobody. Well, 
In the town, no, but they also went to Elmdale. Oh, they went to the So maybe there's a lot of people in Elmdale that look like Jocelyn. Maybe that's why Jocelyn's the hot, like, hot wife lady, because she goes to Elmdale Elmdale for her treatment. Now we know. Now we know. place to be. All right, and now we're back in the forest, and David is locked in on a turkey. Oh, man. And they spend a few seconds pressuring him. Just shoot the damn Quarreling thing. Among right. Like trying to get him to just do it. He's freaking and out. They're still arguing and he just <laughs> pulls the trigger. Well, because they've overwhelmed him at that he point. He basically shut them up with a gunshot. Right. He's like, fine. So he finally shoots the turkey, but he shoots it in the neck. And then his comment. Oh, God. Did you remember what he says? I feel what? like one of the Manson girls. Yes. Oh, oh God, God. David! When oh. you're, you know, he's... and the worst is like the turkey didn't die right away. No, because it he bled shot out it in the neck. It bled out, and then they say something about, "Oh, I think I hear the turkey family coming." Because and that's the what David said. Like, oh. Yep, because David was like, "Well, what now? Do we just wait for its turkey family to come?" Right, and, and then he was like, "Bob." Bob was like, here they come, and they all get ready to shoot, and he just goes, no, 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 and he, he lost his ability to handle that situation. He was traumatized by it. He was traumatized. Would you want to do that? No, no, thank you. Nope. I like how Ronnie, like, patted him on the back, was like, first one's tough. Right. As if he's going to be back. And she even says, like, it's worse when you get him in the neck, because he's like, right, as if that's going to make him feel better, right. Ronnie. She tried. God, she okay. She made an attempt yeah. in her own Let's way. Let's never go turkey hunting, please. I don't want to go hunting at all. Oh, you know what's awful? Where where I used to live, our neighbor had a turkey, like a full-grown turkey as a pet. And for the first couple years, I was very nervous that I would no longer hear this turkey on Thanksgiving. Oh, no. Hasn't happened. Oh, no. Still alive. But that was one of my big fears. I was like, please don't do this. Don't kill the turkey. <laughs> don't do that. And it's a big turkey. Is it the one where your parents live mm-hmm. now? That's a big turkey. Like, I think it's cool, but, like, I was like, please don't tell me that that's what's happening here. That, like, yeah. if this is your pet, this is your pet? Right. Ooh, yeah, that would I know. be terrible. I was nervous about it. I mean, I'm sure that that's not weird for a lot of people, but it just was something that no, I don't I've, think I've, I could do. Probably would have thought so. I couldn't do it. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so we're back at the motel. Yeah. And uh, Jocelyn comes over because she wants to talk to Moira, uh, essentially about her attitude about this town. Yeah. And I think before we get into the details, like I told Catherine, and I'll just say it, like this, this was my favorite moment because <laughs> it was two women with conflicting feelings talking their shit out without high emotion, without getting mad at each other, without being petty and coming to a compromise at the end. Yeah, they really because just had an possible. adult conversation of this is how I feel. Right. Like, it's possible. Yeah. Adult conversations are possible. Women good, don't have to hate each other. No, they had a good heart to heart. They had a good heart to heart. And so this was my favorite moment. And so essentially Jocelyn, Jocelyn tells Moira, like, look, you might be here for a long time. There might be a day where you have to go to one of our shops or use our salon. The blouse bar. The blouse bar. It's she first says. mention. Right. Essentially just saying, like, you're here for a while, Moira. Like, don't judge the town. Right. Like, you're here. You're going to have to use right. the resources of this town. Yeah. And she's talking about how the people in the town genuinely, like, want to help her. They're here. Everyone in that town is there to help that family. Everyone they've met, everyone they've spoken to, no one's there judging them. They're there helping them. Like, yes, they have, like, you know, Ronnie Diggs and, you know, they have, like, funny jokes, but 
at the heart of it all, no one is judging this family. They want to help yeah. them. They want to see them and grow and get And really, better. like, when you're, like, you have a good friendship or whatever, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you do make fun of each other. That's just, like, right. part of it. Right. But also in a good so friendship. I don't think they do it in a mean way. No. But yeah. also in a good friendship, you have to have these hard conversations yeah. that they had. Like, you have to be willing to challenge each other right. and allow the other person to do that for you. Mm-hmm. And so I think that this was just such a good example of an adult relationship a healthy adult yeah. friendship in that way yeah, um and then moira moira explains to jocelyn that she is in no way judgment judging the town but it's not who moira is and so she's struggling to find who she is in the town right and so two very conflicting feelings both mm-hmm. very valid in their own right but both came to an understanding of each other's feelings knowing that they respect one another have a mutual respect for one another and then being able to move on from that yeah. How was, fucking cool. It like, was a beautiful moment. It's a beautiful moment. Women don't have to fight all the time. Like, that's just that's just the end-all, be-all of this situation. We don't have to judge people for mm-hmm. their mistakes. We don't have to judge people for what they're doing. Because guess what? There's a story behind it. Yeah. Whatever it is. And, that's, and that was the best thing about Jocelyn is that she didn't go in going... Fuck you! You hate me in my town, and no, no, no. She didn't she attack her. She actually went in saying how wonderful the day right. was, like how she really enjoyed it, and right. like apologized, like I'm sorry your right. room got ruined. I know because you hate she it. knows that that's not. I know, Moira. but like she didn't go in no angry when she no. very well could have, because she's like I just tried to do this nice thing, right. and she hated it. Like right, right, yeah. It was it was really nice because they understood that the other one had a reason for feeling the way that they felt. Yeah, but they expressed it and they allowed the other to do it and it was just amazing. So, I really appreciated this scene. Um and then we'll move on <laughs> to uh where are we now? Oh, We're David and Stevie. Room, yep, yeah. yep. David and Stevie have returned <clears throat> from the hunt. Um I like David's berating Stevie going, "Why do you think that that is something that I would want to do every year? I don't understand. Yeah. I don't get it." <laughs> Stevie's just like, "Well, it's usually fun." And <laughs> Because I guess Ray usually Ray was goes, missing. Which I'm like, where was Ray? I where wonder. was Ray? But yeah, she implies that normally it's fun. And it because just Ray sings Carol King ballads the whole time. I want to know what that sounds like. I would like to hear Ray sing some Carol King ballads up be, in here. Yeah. Can we make that happen before the show Please. ends? I would love Season to hear that. Six. I know it's been so hard, but come on. But come on. Come on. Go or for Ray, one more Ray should just come out with his own album. <laughs> Oh, my God. That would be I so mean, funny. I mean, he's already a jack of all yep. trades, so he could. Yep. So then, anyway, <laughs> as this is happening, Moira rock, walks in, and she, David... She lightens David's mood. Yes, she does. <laughs> Instant. Instantly. after. Yes. Instant. Well, he even says, he was like, you've taken the turkey image out of my head, and now right. I can't unsee that. So thank you right. so much for your hair debacle. <laughs> but his favorite, my favorite, I mean, was, who did this to you? Who, who did this to you? <laughs> Because he knows just as much as Johnny that this is just not... <laughs> not what This is not Moira's style. Yeah. And the funny thing is that, like, Stevie was like, Janine's. Yeah. <laughs> she knew. She knew where she went. I don't think she fully understood the, like, hilarity of Moira in that hair as much as the boys did. Yeah. Because she doesn't quite know them as well yet. But she did know that this was not a good thing. And so she was like, mm, I hear you. Yep, this is bad. Yep. Um, so then Moira, and sticking up for her hair, will go, well, what about you? <laughs> what about your outfit, David? And so David is like, well, I went turkey hunting. Killed a turkey. Um, but thank you for getting the image out of my head. Yeah. So he goes to get her a yep. towel. Because she's still in search of a towel. Still in search of a towel for her hair. And then it just ends with her and Stevie looking at each other awkwardly. Yep. 
I was just like, oh, that's okay. They're not going to say anything else. It's done. Okay. Because at that point, at that point, Moira was like, I just need to take a shower. <laughs> she could have just taken the wig off, though. She could have, but I'll, like, she could have. Who knows? But, Who knows what it was at that point? But, but there we are. That's the episode. That's the end of the episode. My favorite. My favorite episode. So many good moments in the Of season one, at least. Not my yes. favorite favorite. No, not your favorite favorite. Actually, fun fact. Catherine and I have the same favorite episode of the entire series thus far. We discovered this we today. Discovered today. Um, we haven't watched season six, obviously. Uh, yeah. but, but from the time we're recording right. this, it comes out in like two weeks. Right. Uh, which, by the way, we just watched the trailer. Um, cried. The trailer came out, what, two days ago? Yep. Or something? Yep, I cried. Tears. Tears. I don't cry a so lot. So many tears. But uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I can't even say. Can I say? When I started crying? No. Okay. You can't. But we can say that we... I don't know if you appreciate this, but I appreciate that the writers... So Dan and Eugene Levy decided to end the show. Like, this is their choice yeah. to end it, end the story here. And I think that that's amazing. Yeah. I think it's going to be a satisfying end. Well, because it's their choice. Decided. Exactly. When yeah. you have a show that's canceled, that's when you have unsatisfying endings or when it they like when it something happens long. in the middle or if it, if you draw out the ending or whatever but they're choosing to do it now and I think it's a good place as sad as I am about it yeah um and I think that that's wonderful that they're taking their own power that way like they're yeah. like no this is our story and this is what we're going to leave yeah. the world with and I'm I like love oh it yes when they get to decide cuz right. one of my other favorite shows I think drew it out too long which psych Oh, okay. So I'm like, oh, yeah. I hate that. So I love it when no. they realize, well, like, okay, we're yeah. done. So even though, but even though the season is ending at all, we're still in season one of this podcast, so we have so much more to do. Woo 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 woo! So excited. Yes. Um, are you ready to do your standout shit? Let's do our standout. Let's do it. Do you want to go? Okay. <clears throat> My standout was actually the conversation between Moira and Jocelyn. Okay. Was my standout for the reasons we already talked about. Right. Like, I just thought it was very mature of them. Right. And surprisingly non-dramatic, given that Moira was part of this conversation. Right. Like, I just appreciated how they really just worked through their problem like that. Right. And my standout shit, I couldn't decide between Ronnie and Jocelyn, and it was because Jocelyn, for that reason Mm -hmm. alone, was able to bring about that situation and conversation without attacking Moira, which I think was... That I think that was the most important part of that because if she had attacked, then Moira would have done what we mm-hmm. would have expected. Yeah, she would have responded. She would have responded way. in kind, and so Jocelyn just did really well. Mm-hmm. And so I think that for me, Jocelyn was probably my standout shit too. I said Ronnie only because like Ronnie's conversation in this entire episode was just the funniest thing. Yeah. Random. She was ridiculous. Great. She was great. Have I just killed I, before. Right. Her humor. Her just everything about her. And so I couldn't decide between the two, but so different. But I would choose Jocelyn for that scene too. Was that your favorite moment then too? No. Okay. What's your favorite moment? My favorite moment was the opening. Oh, that's right. We for talked sure. about that. We talked the about opening. that. It's mm-hmm. playing. It's playing. It's hiding I in the darkness, see, waiting for nightfall. I can see you dying at that moment alone. I, did. I can see it. Yeah, it was great. Well, my favorite moment was the Jocelyn and Moira. Yeah, okay. scene because it was amazing, as we said. So cool. cool. All right. Well, we did it. We did. Do we want to do our 
our little segment. Yes. Fun no facts. fun facts again. So what what are we doing again? Um, in the episode, there's a line where mm-hmm. David is like, "Did you know Richard Gere's middle name is Tiffany?" Mm-hmm. So of course I had to Google it because I was like, "No, that's not true." But right. It is. So I got like curious about other weird celebrity middle names. Okay, hit me. Or like unexpected ones. Yes. So I picked some. Yes. Okay. I found a lot. I'm so excited. But I'm not going to say all of them because okay. it would be too long. The good ones. The good okay, ones. Okay, the good ones. Okay, well, first let's start with K-Stew. Kristen Stewart. Kristen Stewart. Uh-huh. You know, we're Twilight fans we've right. talked about. Right, Do you know her middle name? I do not. Her middle name is James. Kristen James Stewart? Kristen James Stewart is her name. Which is I is was, James her dad's name? I don't know. And it's spelled with a Y. J-A-Y-M-E-S. Interesting. That was unique. Yeah. That is unique. I also looked up Elton John since he came up in this episode. Oh, God, okay. First of all, I did not know that Elton John was not his real name. Oh, you didn't? I did not. Oh. I, I know very little <laughs> about Elton John. <laughs> okay. So his middle name that he picked for himself, I'm assuming, when he renamed himself, was Hercules. Elton Hercules John? Yeah. I feel like I knew that. His I just name, watched that movie, Rocket Man. Apparently, I did not, clearly. I didn't apparently just watch Apparently, his real that. name is Reginald Kenneth Dwight. Yes, I knew that had no idea that Elton was not the name. I only know that because of the movie well, that I watched a couple months see. ago. <laughs> okay. I got a couple more for Okay. You. Do you know Kate Hudson's middle name? I do not. Gary. Kate Gary Hudson? That's it. Oh, my God. Yep. Then okay. we have Kobe Bryant. His middle name actually has a story behind it, I found out, because then I got really curious. His middle name is Bean. Kobe Kobe Bean, Bean Bryant. Bryant. How do you spell Bean? B-E-A-N? Yeah. Okay. Apparently, his father's nickname was Jelly Bean, so, which I think is a ridiculous nickname, but it's fine. I mean, that's usually cu- are. The nickname is cute, but, like, why would you name... The real name yeah. came off of a nickname. It sure did. That's... All right. Kobe Bean Bryant. And then we'll, we'll do two. one more. Okay. Mm, I have a couple. We'll do two more. Okay. Okay. Drew Carey. Okay. His middle name is Allison. Drew Allison, Allison Carey. Carey. Yeah. Andrew oh. Allison Carey is quite a name. Andrew Allison Carey. I assume. Carey. I don't really know that. I just assume Drew is short for Andrew. Okay. But yeah. And then my last one <clears throat> is James Corden of the Carpool Karaoke. Right. His middle name is Kimberly. James Kimberly Corden. Yeah. That's so interesting. Right. Actually, I can't say that I hate any of these like oh, mixed gender things. They're just like I don't hate any of them, but like, right. I like that though. Yeah. That's really cool. James Kimberly Corden. Yep. Kate, Kate Gary, Gary Hudson, Hudson, Drew Allison Carey, Kobe Bean Bryant. I love that. Kobe Bean Bryant. Bean. Jelly Bean. That's kind of cute. There you go. I never thought about naming a middle name off of a nickname, though. I know. That's an interesting concept. Yeah. Interesting concept. Now we, now we know. All right. Well, that was fun. Those are cute. Thank you, Richard. Rich, Richard. Richard Tiffany Gear for the Richard, inspiration. Richard Tiffany Gear. I did not know that. I didn't either. That's why I had to Google it when David That's said it. And it's true. It's true. Wow. Yep. That's so cool. Well, there you have middle it. names. My middle name is, it's not as cool as that then, no. I like your middle name. I mean, I like my middle name, but it's not interesting anymore now. Oh, well, we already know mine's boring. It's not. I like your middle. Anyway, um, so it's again, guys. It's boring. Is it? It's it's boring. Catherine Marie is a beautiful See, name. I didn't want to say it in case that's anybody's name and they really like it. I'm really sorry. I'm sure that people know that people don't like their own names. It's okay. No one's being judged for that middle name, guys. 
<laughs> I just think, okay, so it's Marie in case you didn't hear her because she mumbled. I'm so sorry. I just think it's boring because my parents just stole it from one of my aunts. So because it's a taken name, that's because both like of it. my names are taken. Like my first name is one uh, aunt's name, and my middle name is another aunt's. So you name. feel like it's not original. It's just boring. Mm. <laughs> well, I like your name. I don't I think it fits you. Like it? I just. Uh, I get you. It fits you though. Anyway, thank you. Well, thanks guys for joining us. We hope you're loving it. We hope you continue to come back and enjoy with us. Um, don't forget we have our Instagram at Shits Giggle Fest and our email, oodavidpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know if you want to share your appreciation break moments with us or your grateful moments with us. Or if you have an interesting middle name. Oh, or that. If you have an interesting middle name that you'd love That's to share nice. with us, I'd love to hear that. Um, if you have a favorite episode of season one so far, if you have if you have thoughts on anything that we've said, really, just talk to just us. Just talk to us. We like talking to people. You know, we we talk way too much. So yeah, here, we, here we are. Um, but yeah, well, thanks, guys, and thank you for joining us. Yeah, we'll see you. Not see you. We'll, we'll talk at you. We'll next talk time. at you next time. Thank you so much for joining us. We hope you had as much fun as we did. And if you did, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. Leave some comments and tell us what you love about what we're doing. Join us next week for another episode of Ew, David, a Shit's Creek Giggle Fest. Testing. Oh my God. <laughs> Testing. Uno, dos, tres, testing, Cuatro, cinco, testing, whoa, whoa. testing, testing. Can you hear me? Eat